This is the audio podcast, show 109, post FX break. This is April the 1st, or we're not making fools of you. I'm Scott here, and this week I'm joined by the one and the only... Adam Yanch! Adam Yanch! Hello everyone. <laughs> After a break of a uh, couple of weeks, we are back. Remember... Yes. You can follow the audio podcast in a number of ways. We have YouTube and Twitter, uh, which is those website addresses forward slash the audio podcast. Uh, we've got the website, of course, and that's where the notes are that we follow for the show and you can follow along too. So that's uh, for this show. That's the audio podcast.co.uk forward slash show forward slash 109. You can get us on... Uh, on podcasting and through live YouTube, which is what we're doing right now. Yeah. Um, well, we'll, 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 we'll <laughs> listen to that. Adam, um, you're ringing. That's my phone, and I'll tell you what, I'm going to go offline in a second because that means I'm going to go offline. So uh, you might just have to take the first story. Hold on oh. a second. Well, let's, as, as Adam goes off to mute, I'm sorry, his phone, I'll go off this. So don't forget, you can subscribe to us on Gpodder, you can get us on Stitcher, um, iTunes, and YouTube as well. Oh, I see. The phone was put down with a level of fury there, Adam. A level of fury to that phone placement. Yes, because I know that it would have just been an automated message saying, oh, well, did you know that you could get £1,000 from PPI, blah, 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 and it's like, no, I couldn't get £1,000 from PPI. Stop calling me. Well, I'll tell you what, Adam. Tell me about some sort of gadget I could get for my iPad from Korg. Okay, well, if, if you're frustrated by the amount you get cold called by uh, automatic dialers, you can uh, go to your iPad and, you know, let off steam by doing fun synthesizer type stuff. And Korg have got what you want. Uh, so the Korg gadget, someone uh, showed me the Korg gadget the other day. And I was like, that's quite nice. So it's like a multiple synth system. So you can choose these little modular synths, put them in. You can play each one separately. But it's also got its own little sequencer. And you can you know, set your levels all independently. That's nice. Um, released at the end of February. But it still has a 25% off special offer on right now. If you go to the website, it says uh, ends 31st of March, but here we are, 1st of April. Hey. And I literally just downloaded it myself, and it still has a 25%, so won't be on for long. I would recommend, if you want to get it, now's the time. Excellent stuff, Rigo. In more somber news, the godfather of house, Frankie Knuckles, uh, passed away uh, this last night. Some stuff like that. So... Um, I put the link to the BBC obituary, but there's obviously a whole variety of uh, obituaries as well. I was actually, I was just uh, teaching, I was doing an analysis of uh, your love actually uh, just last week. So, it's a shame to hear. It's a shame to hear. Indeed, so. There we go. Um, so, Adam, uh, has Logic Pro been updated this week? No. It has not. And in other brief, extensive news, I got an email this week from the Audiobus team telling me that Audiobus 2 is due on Thursday. Yeah, so two days' time. Well, it depends when you're listening to the audio podcast. But for it us, may have already happened. 
it may have already happened. Uh, we, we'll we'll do a little uh, a little thing about it next week, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I said I said more next week, I guess. Because it might not happen. I'm saying you know people say things are going to come out all the time, and you know sometimes they do oh. and sometimes they don't. I'm pretty sure it will happen. The audio bus team strike me as a pretty reliable bunch. Yeah. There we go. So more news on Audioburst next week. If the release happens, as they say it will happen, which we're kind of inclined to believe, which was the reason I mentioned it as a, as, as a, you know, I put it in there as well. Um. So in the ongoing battle of what is your favourite, you know, door and all these sort of things, we have a new entry, which Indeed. is a bit weak. Following on from uh, Audioburst two being released next week, last week, uh, Bitwig. Studio was released, which is it's a it's a nice little uh, uh, nice little thing. I'm not sure if you've been following this one, Scott. Uh, Bitwig. A, a little bit, a, a little bit. I haven't been, you know, I mean, right on top of it. But I I've I've been following. It. Have you been following it well as as well? I haven't been following it well, but I've followed it in the last couple of weeks, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm interested. So basically, Bitwig. Um, was, has been created by uh, a, a bunch of dudes or dudettes or and dudettes in Berlin. Some of the Ableton Live team, um, former Ableton Live team, are part of that crew. So there are some some kind of overlaps with Live that you'll see. Um, I'd recommend uh, checking out some of the YouTube videos to see you know what it's about. But basically, it's kind of it's not like Logic or Cubase, it's a, a bit of a kind of cross between Traddor and Live. It's got some things that Live doesn't have because Live have a very particular kind of focus on what they're yeah. doing. Um, of big note, it has a Linux version, it, it has Linux support. I think it might be just Ubuntu, but I, I'm not so up to speed on Linuxes, so I don't know if. Uh, you have any more infos on that, Scott? Yeah, I, I was just looking. I'm saying it, it's it's um, the 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 text spec states that it ex, that it supports uh, Linux Ubuntu 12.04 or any later release. Um, there's a good chance it's actually the the file extension is a dot is a Debian package, so there's a good chance it could actually work on any um, any Ubuntu. You know, any sort of 12, Ubuntu 12.0 or greater equivalent setup on anything that supports apt, probably. Um, cool. That, that, that's, I, I often say that's the great thing about Linux is that actually the, the thing it says it supports is, for, is much more of a reference point than an actual statement of fact because you could, you could run a different Linux distribution and build the exact same environment and build an, an, an identical environment which would thus make it appear like a, you know, yeah. The, the supported environments, so that's why I said so. But that's a good choice to make. I'm saying the other great feature, obviously, from Linux point of view, is if you're not running Ubuntu and you want to try out Bitwig, then it's 10 minutes. You know, just download the live USB image, put it onto a USB stick, and boot it and install, and you know, and try it out like that. Because there's a demo version, isn't there, which runs with export and import disabled. Export and save disabled. Export and disabled. Which is a shame. I think that. Uh... That kind of demo is really frustrating in this context because you'll put hours into trying out a piece of software, a complex piece of software like a DAW, and you'll want to get into it and really understand how it works before you want to spend some money on it. 
if you can't save, then all those hours are complete. They're not completely wasted, but anything that you've created in those hours is gone, unless you keep your computer running and, until you. And even then, it probably you probably still have to close the computer down to install the new version. So, yeah, um, I would prefer to see other things limited, like maybe track limits, bus limits, and maybe 30-day, you know, 30-day demo. That makes more sense to me. But it's good there is a demo at all. So yeah. that's, a, that's a great thing. Two other things that it does, it's got uh, controller scripting. So I believe that means that you can uh, script uh, any type of uh, hardware controller to, um, to integrate with Bitwig. And it's also got, this is something that I, I thought of a few years ago that would be cool in a DAW. Bitwig has it. It's a U, kind of a unified modulation system. So you can actually set up modulation sources and mm. connect them to things rather than the modulation source either being um, baked into a plugin or you having to do it with an automation line. So that's, that's cool. I like that. Just looking through the spec here, something that I, I've seen when you talk about new features it has, um, it says it also has the ability to have multiple projects open at once, so you can copy assets from one project and deliver them into another project as well. Yes, although, I'll be honest, you can open multiple projects from Logic at the same time, but they do it in a, in a tabbed interface here, and yeah. I saw a demo where they actually copy a whole track and, you can, and they pasted that entire track into another project. So it's been made with that in mind, which I, Logic probably hasn't to that yeah. respect. Um, you can, so yeah, we've said there's a demo available. There are download and boxed versions if you pay. Um, the UK pricing for the download is 259 £259.99p. Don't know the price of the boxed version in the UK. Um, and of course, you can go to the Bitwig website, get information on uh, software stuff, and also uh, prices for US and Europe. 259 seems very, it, it seems very expensive for something with a limited back history to it at the moment, mm -hmm. and no real sort of kind of standing, no sort of standing heritage either surrounding it, just as as an observation, like if you're on a Mac platform, somebody turns around and says, oh, I'm, I'm thinking of like getting started in this sort of world and I want to try something out. I think this would be a tough, this is a tough kind of one to kind of pitch somebody on sort of stuff, I think. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw my weight the other way. You have to discount Logic because Logic is heavily subsidized by Apple. Before Apple bought Logic, it used to be £700. Cubase is quite expensive. Um, Pro Tools is expensive if you're not a student. Um, the other DAWs are not so bad. It's competitive, I'd say. And yes, I know what you mean. It doesn't have anything to fall back on. But then there is one version, and you get everything for the two hundred and sixty pounds. So, so, yeah. um, so I'm. I was purely thinking out loud there. That 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 was all. I, I was just thinking to myself, who would I recommend this to? I'm, you know, I'm going to check out. The, I'm going to. I'm going to set up a Ubuntu box and check out the Linux version. You know, well, that's that's, that's, that's something I'm going to do. But you know, I mean, I was just thinking amongst that group of people, who would I recommend? If I would recommend it to or not? Because and that's I know it's not competing with Ardor directly, but essentially a lot of people 
that's where people are going to start, I suspect, in the Linux world and kind of considering this sort of, these sort of products. So but that's the thing is is in Linux, I think it's it's a vital piece of software for Linux mm -hmm. because, um, yeah, Ardor is available, but Ardor, you know, it's very Linuxy, shall we say, <laughs> and Bitwig is like it's a door and it's across multiple platforms, so it'll yeah. operate the same across the platforms. And I think it will bump up the professionality of proper pro audio software on that platform. I think that's its killer feature, really, Linux. Mm. But I'm interested to try it as well, um, just to you know get get an idea of how it works. Yeah. I like the idea of the uni the unified modulation system. Modulation, yeah, no, that is that is a cool idea actually. Yeah, it's sweet. That, 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 that is a great idea, definitely. So cool. Um, should we go on? Should we move on here? Yes. So um, if you are a um, Ethno Instruments or an electric keys owner, uh, Motu products there, then there's a maintenance update which has added support for Pro Tools 11. So they're now eight. They now support AAX. There you go. To show you how, uh, to show you how, um, <laughs> I, I thought it was worth mentioning as a story. But you know when you look at somebody's press release, and I actually copied it into the text because I thought it was that funny. And it says something like, um, so what, both updates also include updated support for iLock.com's latest Eden copy protection. When when the idea that you're, yay. you know, it's like, yay, they, they, they include updated support for copy protection. And for, and for iLock copy protection, yay. yay. That, that's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it's like, yeah, yes. As in, the, the, there isn't anything else that interesting in the update. Yeah. But anyway, if you're if you know what if if you are a registered owner, then you can go get the updates for free. So there we go. So you know. I I would say that um, more than being interested in an iLock update, I'd be interested in an update on say some new uh, analog drum hardware. Well, Electron have announced further details of the analog riv. I guess I'm just making up how I'm saying it now. Well, it'll be pronounced rhythm. Oh, no, it isn't, because it hasn't got an M in it. Has it really not got an M in it? I was just wondering that myself, but I don't think it does, you know. I'm going to check. Yeah, you should go check that, but I'm fairly certain it's right. I'm doing my best to make sure our story's right. Um, however, they have also released some additional stats, so um, eight drum voices each um, with analog overdrive and analog multi-mode filter on them, air travel velocity and pressure-sensitive pads, analog master compression and distortion, a reverb and delay send effect, the uh, step sequencer, Chromatic performance and scene modes, you know, individual voice outputs as well, which is pretty cool. I thought that was a nice little, that, that was an extra little feature. Well, I mean, if you look at the price of that, uh, the, the price has also been released on the website. If you look at the price, you want to have those multiple voice outputs because it's an expensive beast. It's yeah. going to be over a thousand pounds. It's what, fourteen hundred euros or fourteen hundred dollars yeah. or something. So this is it's going to be a premium piece of kit. Um, by the way, it is actually R-Y-T-M rather than R-Y-T-H. So we need to update Why did I the... get... I don't know how I did that. That is brilliant. Well, that, on the thing, the M and the H look kind of similar. Uh, so. You know, I, I, that came out of their press release, you know. That's what I'm saying. Shocking, shocking. Shocking indeed. R-Y-T-M. There we go. We will change that around. Oh, Scott. Scott. What? What? What out of After Logic Pro, our second favorite uh, subject. No way. Headphones. Oh, it's time for the headphones. There we go. Oh, did we mention the waiting list? 
Oh, on the rhythm. And no. The rhythm. no if, if, if you want one, there's a waiting list. You can get yourself added to it. Have, take, follow the link here, follow the link off the notes here. Take <laughs> the, the, I bet on the waiting list it just says, take my money. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Philips have released a new set of uh, some more headphones. It's becoming a, for long-term listeners, we'll know that this is a standing joke of this season, our extensive headphone coverage. So, um, yep, yeah, the, the Philips A5-Pro DJ headphones have been released. Yeah. And those have been uh, designed in collaboration with Armin van Buren. Buren? Burrito? I don't know. Burrito. Um, yeah. yeah, so... Uh, uh, and they, they're designed to meet his needs as a globetrotting DJ. And so what you can do is you can buy those headphones and you can go down the pub and be like, hey, check out my Armin van Buren headphones. And people will be like, yeah, okay, so what was the football game like the other day? From the blurb. Offering unparalleled sound insulation, ideal when performing to large crowds. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. That's, but you can... that, that's hyperbole to me. Well, in, in, indeed it is. So you can enjoy the, you know, if, if you go check out our show notes, the audio podcast at code.uk slash show slash 109, and you can read the rest of the blurb in your own American movie announcer voice. And, and there's, there's, also, there's a YouTube video too. Yeah, and let's go on to our last news item, which is the Eventide H3000 and all Pro Tools 11 support. Yep. So H3000 <laughs> Factory and Blackhall are both now, oh, well, both now 64 bit, which means they support Pro Tools 11. Yeah. It's it's been a good good episode for Pro Tools 11. You know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it's going to get even better. No way. Now we're going to do the quiz. Oh, Wah-bah. it's quiz time. So last week, number of questions. Uh, we had three questions. Uh, my first, my, mine was on an original 808. Which of the hi hats had a decay control? The answer was the open hi hat marked O. Oh, I, I suppose if you stop and think, it's like, well, yeah, of course, because it's not going to be like the closed hi hat's not going to have a decay, or a decay control is more useful on the open hi hat, is what I mean. Um, Sam's not here, so I, I'll read Sam's remarks, I guess. Uh, namely, stereo sound, rec- sound recording pioneer, whose name is associated with the coincident use of two figure-eight microphones. And so the name is Alan Blumen, a.k.a. Alan Dower Blumen. And Sam's actually put a link to the British Library of Sounds w- with some of the earliest two-channel sound recordings. Excellent. Excellent. And mine was, a, mine was a sitting duck, my question. It was... Uh, Roland and Yamaha, respectively, reformulated their own extensions to the general MIDI standard. What were they called? You know the answer to this, Scott. Um, X, G, and G, S. Although technically, Ooh. you've got those the wrong way around. In the, it's G. Oh yeah. Roland is G, S, oh. and Yamaha is X, G. That's yes, that's very true. I did actually know that. I'm sorry. I will repl- I will turn them to be the correct way round okay. right now. Excellent. And uh, this week for the question, um, we've only got one, and that is my question. And my question is, what is the name of Korg's keyboard system that was released originally as a PCI card? Oh, wow. That's a great question. Is that a great? I mean, I think it's fairly simple. I think anyone who's been paying attention to music technology for the last 10 or 15 years, we'll get this one. 
it's not too long. I like it very much. So well, there you go. that's just the, the only question we have this week. In it's up. Well, we will now head from the quiz via the non-existing, imaginatively named other section and immediately segue into the concluding part of our show, which is indeed the plunder. <laughs> now, I, I have to confess that my intention was that the plunder would be the April Fool's from today. Oh. I haven't actually really, I haven't really spotted any good ones actually. So as a consequence, our plunder section is very light and it includes an item that you've added on. Yeah, it's two one. It looks like it is. So yes, uh, Scott. So when it when it comes to rack mounting computers, you know what what do you usually do? Um, think about doing it and never get rid of it. Ah, well, you can get one step closer to, to the final goal with Sonic Technologies uh, solutions for rack mounting uh, the two screenless Mac desktop computers, the Mac Pro and the Mac Mini. Uh, they have two products. One is called the XMac Pro Server and the other okay. is the XMac Mini Server. And these are actually pretty cool. So they're, they're quite expensive as well. So if you go and have a look for the price, you might be like, whoa, that's expensive. But basically, they're like rack-mounted chassis. You put the computer inside them, uh, and the rack-mounted chassis include uh, um, pass-through ports for like USB and these kinds of things, Ethernet. Yeah. Uh, they've got uh, cooling, fans, that kind of stuff. But most importantly, they actually have inbuilt uh, Thunderbolt connections to PCIe slots, meaning that you can plug in, say, a Pro Tools, certain Pro Tools systems, or uh, RME PCIe solutions, uh, Lynx audio cards, that kind of thing. Um, which, which means you could basically outfit yourself a, a completely a complete Pro Tools system in yeah. a complete rack unit. Very sweet. And was it? It looks to be. Is it for you? Hi. The Mac Pro one is four U's, and yeah. you can get the Mac Mini one. I think might be becoming discontinued soon, but that's only one U high. Mm. But that one's only got a, a half-length PCIe slot and a full length, so you can't put an old Pro Tools system in. You can yeah. do like Pro Tools native, and probably the latest Pro Tools, which only has one card. So this is one of these classic moments where if you want to take your Mac and make it into a big rectangle then this is the way to do it and it turns out that taking your incredibly design incredibly <laughs> carefully and well designed cylindrical Mac Pro and turning it into a rectangle is actually for a lot of people exactly what they want to do. Well yeah, I mean you know they've got rid of the X serve, so it's not like there's an option or that kind of thing directly from Apple, but there are people who would find this system much more convenient, I'd say, that it's not so much about the aesthetics of the Mac Pro, but more about it's got amazing power within it, and you just want to be able to plug it into a rack, and it's there. There's another one as well, uh, which doesn't have P PCIe support, and this is a Mac Mini one, which is one U, and you can put two Mac Minis in it, or you can put one Mac Mini and uh, a super drive on one side. With yeah. an optional bracket, so you cut, uh, and it's got a slot cut in the front, so you can put CDs into the into the drive. So cool. that's a, that's another option. That's a lot cheaper that one, but no yeah. PCIe. 
No, I can't. And that's a that's a good option. I haven't um, I haven't actually had anybody I've done any work with recently who's been needing the sort of power of a Mac Pro. Like we talked about that when the Pros came out. When I mm-hmm. said that I, had, I I wasn't really sure about the relevance of them currently, but um, you know that that's a you know, I'm not surprised that product exists and it looks well implemented. And uh, Sonnet have always done a great kind of work on those sort of things as well. So they they would be one of the names I'd probably go in and see first of all. So it's not. Yeah, it's a nice little system, just quite expensive. So don't be surprised for a fairly decent uh, <laughs> price when you go and search yeah. for it. Cool. Okay. Well, I think with that we've made it to the end of the uh, we've made it to the end of this week's show. Yeah, we have. Mm-hmm. Well yeah. done. Well done, Scott. So um, well me. Well, well done, you, Scott. So Sam isn't with us. We didn't expect Sam with us, but um, it is appropriate for us to say congratulations to Sam. Oh yes, because of course. The other day, Sam did his uh, his Viva for his PhD, and he got minor corrections, which is a very good result. Very good result. It's just like indeed you and I, Scott. Indeed it is. And I was actually thinking that with Sam present, the first week that Sam's on the show, I was going to mention it, we will probably be one of the most overqualified podcast teams ever. Possibly. Unfortunately, we don't, we don't have our hats I don't, I don't have a hat. I don't have a PhD hat. So, oh, and you guys haven't, you haven't graduated yet, so you wouldn't have your your hat. No, no, I get to walk across in June or something like that. Ah, but that means that likely you and Sam will be graduating together. So that's really nice too. Well, that could be awesome if that happened. That'd be fantastic stuff. There we go. Anyway, we're now discussing our personal adventures at the end, but that's fine at the end of the show. It's basically so that, congratulations to Sam. Well done. Congratulations, Sam. Woo! So don't forget, the audio podcast, um, theaudiopodcast.co.uk slash show slash 109, show notes for this. You'll find all the details to find us on Facebook, Twitter, Google+, there's email address as well if you want to. Feel free to contact us if, well, you know, we, we do reserve the right to edit <laughs> edit what we include, but we will almost certainly reply to you if we do not reply to you via the show. So, and you uh, might as well not bother answering the question because we never, ever talk about who's answered the that's true, actually, isn't it? We're very poor at that. Yeah. Sorry. It's, it's nice to. It's nice to. We're basically using it as a way of showing how geeky we are. Yes, but I think people enjoy it actually. I've had a few people remark to me via other, in you know, in, in the real world situation about the fact that they've enjoyed <laughs> enjoyed answering, trying to answer the questions, just the, you know, as a personal challenge. So I think that's kind of cool. Are you anyway, saying that the, the the audio podcast is not in the real world? I think you're probably right. I think that's probably true. Anyway, like that indeed. Anyway, with this we should conclude this week's the audio podcast. Uh, this has been show 109. I've been Scott here. I've had a blast as always. And I have been Adam Yanch, and we'll hear you will hear us next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.